Welcome to the Ether. Today is Monday, October 17th, 2022. Today on the Ether, Terra Builders, NFT tooling with Illiquid Labs and NFT Switch. Hosted by Rebel DeFi with TFM. Let's take a listen. Evening all, looking forward to this NFT-focused discussion. Tonight I can see Illiquid Labs are here and a couple of listeners about Lucky Mario in the house. Are they, I'm not sure what these apes are. They're not the Luna Ape Club. But a couple in, respect. You'll need to tell us what these are, guys. I'll just bring, I think it might be Jack on the Illiquid Labs account. Hello, hello. Can you can you hear me? Loud and clear, sir. Good to hear you. Um, how are we this evening? Not bad at all. Not bad. Um, very excited um, with the launch and everything that happened today. So, yeah, in a very good mood. How about yourself? I know I know. I was looking at it and it, it looks really, really good. So, um, yeah, we'll definitely have to be talking about what you guys have done and and your roadmap as well for the future. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. And I had a message from your business partner as well. She may well be coming along. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Karma said that she um might be joining. There is the NFT switch. Man, let's bring him up. I've not actually checked the NFT Switch website today, so I don't know if they are live yet. I guess we'll find out. Hi, can you hear me? Yeah, we got you, John. I'm here. I'm here, guys. Good to be here. Absolutely. Um, so, Jack, I was just saying that I don't want to steal your thunder, Jack. Do you want to tell us what you've just done today? What's happened? Yeah, so we we launched our peer-to-peer trading platform today, uh, which is the first uh, product that we're looking to launch. Um, It works a little bit differently to um, marketplaces. Um, So the idea, the main idea being that you can trade NFTs for NFTs. So you're able to trade liquid assets without having to exchange um, any, sorry, you're able to exchange illiquid assets without exchanging any liquid assets like Luna or um yeah so that's all the marketplace accepts at the moment so cool well yeah i suppose we'll dive a bit deeper once more and more people join i can see b bands in the house Carmen is here as well yay we're all here karma if you want to request mic access we will definitely bring you up to the stage and so if a liquid labs have released something today jg have you guys gone live today or what's your go live date I know you're almost okay. ready. So no, we are almost ready. And so I, this is, I'm super happy that I, that I have this forum because we did have a small hiccup. We found uh, when we got the code back from audit, um, the frozen contract, uh, it wasn't compiling. And so 
we were like, why is it not compiling? We just got it back. And it's so funny because I guess somehow in the delivery back and forth, like like two characters had, were, were deleted, but we, we needed to wait for Vinny's direction to let us know how to proceed because we didn't want to just like launch a new contract and it not be considered valid. So we were kind of a little bit um, like hamstrung, but so all that has been resolved. Uh, Vinny was great. It was a super easy fix. It's just that we didn't have the solution until we actually heard it from him. And uh, right now we are just in the final uh, phases of writing the script for the latecomer pickup. And uh, I believe, look, I, so I asked Thomas and he said Friday for sure, the 20th, he goes, everybody will come. Everything will be tested. He goes, I just don't want to risk not having everything tested. And I was like, yeah, we, we understand, you know? So Friday, 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 the 20th. Right. So yeah, we're hoping to release. Well, that's, I suppose Jack has gone first. Um, I remember testing the beta version of the website last week at TFM. We've got the NFT aggregator in beta just now. So people are in there testing um, the UI UX, buying and sell, well, not selling, but buying NFTs. And it seems to be working pretty well. But yeah, we're just um, finessing the 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 app and or dap and i think i think it's looking pretty good at the moment if anyone's in the call and fancies checking out the beta you're more than welcome you could just jump into the tfm discord and request to test the nft aggregator and i'll get you set up with no problem so it seems like oh yeah jack off you come yeah you just uh raised a really good question actually um you obviously said that you can't sell from the TFM aggregator, will there be an option to list NFTs directly from the aggregator instead? That's a, that's a good question. Um, at the moment, I'm not 100% certain because the aggregator isn't a marketplace. Um, we essentially are aggregating the tokens, whether NFTs or just normal tokens from DEXs and the NFT marketplaces. So we see ourselves as like complementary to the existing marketplaces. We're not looking to like take the place of existing marketplaces. So yeah, I'm not certain because in a sense, if you're able to list, I suppose you'd have to then pick a marketplace to go to. I, I suppose, I mean, theoretically it could work in a, in a sense. It wouldn't be doing away with marketplaces because we'd still need to use them. Um, but I'm not certain what the, the vision for that is. Or what I'm more focusing on on a sort of personal level is like the analytics that are going to come along. It's not it's not just a place to like buy the NFTs, but we're going to see all kinds of analytics stuff like floor price over time. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing something like some kind of deal score. So like rarity compared to price, compared to historical pricings. So we can really sort of get a feel for like is 150 Luna for a Galactic Punk of a certain rarity, a steal, or is that like the fair price? Um, so yeah, looking forward to for that coming out. Hopefully, I mean, I, I don't know if we'll be out before NFT switch, but we'll we'll see. Yeah, well, Tara's. I would just want to say NFT switch is uh, a very tight idea. Uh, Illiquid Labs is beautiful. I was just looking at the layout. You guys have done such a good job. I want you guys to know. I, I really look forward to finding like fantastic deals on Illiquid Labs. But so NFT switch is such a small idea because it really is like it's only you have to have made your deal with your friend already. Like that's the whole point. Like 
I, that was my biggest thing when I was a retail person is I got in these communities and I would make these online friends and you talk to these people for hours. You play poker for hours a day to, with these guys in bull runs, but do you really know them? Right. And I, no, not really. Cause they live in some other country and like, you want to know them and you want to trust them, but do you want to make a deal for a $2,000 JPEG and, and risk not having it go through? Or do you want to look for a third party? That was like the an inspiration for NFT switch. And so we don't take a royalty. There's no perusing of sales. You either have a sale waiting for you because somebody, you made a deal and it's just a site where you can just make that transaction happen. That is, that is, that is the only V1 right now. We do have some stuff for V2, but that is like the bare bones of it. So that, that's kind of interesting to me. Yeah. Because I, I think initially I saw NFT switch and Liquid Labs as like sort of straight up competitors, but it does seem that you're both doing something different and can quite happily be in the ecosystem together without stepping on each other's toes. So, I mean, from your side, Jack, can you talk about what what the differences are in your eyes? Yeah, so our, a good way to look at it is a kind of like a bartering platform. So whereas with NFT Switch, you've already predetermined the deal that you're going to be making and you have that set deal. Whereas with our platform, you are looking for someone to trade with um, and you can then counter offer trades and send um, trades that way. So, yeah, it's kind of more like a exploratory platform rather than you've, you've made that deal. You're ready to go. I would say that's a really good example of it. You know, another thing that we believe in NFT Switch is that if you know, being a in, uh, running a project, I've had different. I have different points of views of now that since helping with uh, the skeleton punks. But one thing that I still see clearly is I would happily sacrifice some of my project royalties for like my diehard community members to like be able to like actually make friends and make their own deals and find like their own good deals and then take that good deal to Illiquid Labs or to an open market so that they can be in profit. Like, because there is a, a group of guys or girls and DGENs, right? And they grind and hustle harder. They find the good deal. And that's like, then what? They, they, they're forced to go to an open market. Some of these open markets are charging, you know, nine set to 10%. It's, it's kind of, I think, a lot to be forced to go to there when you've already done all the legwork. But So we also go a step further is that you can only make a, a, a sale or make a transaction in the collection that both the buyer and the seller are already in. Because we don't want to negate the barrier of entry into a collection because there are collections that have like a lot of alpha drops and like a lot of like information and like that is their value proposition is the community, right? So we want them to go and actually go uh, make a regular purchase as they should join the community. We want them to make friends and be able to find their own deals and then be able to go to a place and uh, just plug in the wallets. They, the the whole front end checks that they're both owners and, and it'll only display what they're both owners of. So you can actually, so if I'm a seller, I put Karma's wallet address in, it'll only show us the end. I can only make a deal in what we are both uh, already holders in, joint holders. So it's a closed system. Um, it's almost done. It's really simple. It's a small idea, but I just want to protect our community because it, this will really negate uh, the scamming, like it, if there's a place where it's only half a percent or like a one percent, depending on if you're a, an NFT holder or if you stake or whatever other way that we have for you to participate. Well, I mean, all the scamming in our in our system should pretty much be gone at that point. 
you know. So, so just just thinking about this, and as, as far as the NFT switch is concerned, then John, um, if you and I were going to do a trade, one of us, I would have to give you my wallet address. Is that right? Well, you would have to give me the wallet address of the wallet that uh, you want to buy it. So, if I if you wanted to keep your wallet completely alone, you would have a, like a like a burner wallet, right? And if we made a deal for a skeleton punk. You you would have to put one in that blank wallet so that we can make a deal with that. Do you see what I'm saying? You don't have to use your your wallet with everything in there, but the the system is closed to where the wallets that are making the transactions have to be holders of those collections. This is how we ensure the security uh, that you're not getting ripped off. This is how one of the ways that we ensure that uh, that you can you know trust what you're buying. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I. I I mean, I'm more active on the Galactic Punks Discord than Skeleton Punks to historically, historically, shall we say. But I do remember Karma and maybe Jack posting these kind of messages where basically people would somehow create a fake Karma Discord account and then offer to hold NFTs for people who are going to be trading. So essentially NFT Switch is going to do something like that, but in a an absolutely trustless way. Um, so if, if you and I sort of claim, if, if, you, if I was trying to rip you off and I was like, yeah, yeah, John, I'm going to do this swap with you, there literally is no way for you to sort of lose your NFT. Is that right? I mean, it would be very, very difficult because the front end script is constantly checking that both wallets are both owners and then it'll only display the NFTs that you're both holders in. Hi, Karma. I can have a question. Oh, no, sorry. It, like my, my hand up must have shown a bit late. I just wanted to, you know, basically remind people why this is even needed. Because I think if someone has only been in the ecosystem right now, you know, the, um, the NFT volume has been a bit down. We are building through the bear. But yeah, if we, if we actually remember like the wild times just a few weeks ago uh, or yeah, let's say months, like my 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 uh, sense of time has been skewered a little bit. But there have been days where literally like multiple community members have been scammed out of their NFTs, like at the height of the NFT craze on Terra. There have been people like being scammed out of thousands of dollars in Luna every single day because they trusted someone who, you know, bought Discord premium and changed their PFP and was saying that they were a team member. Um, and they will facilitate an OTC trade. And that was like a huge problem I can remember. And we had to post like a warning daily or every other week uh, to keep people from be being scammed. So, yeah, just like a small reminder to people who maybe just entered the space that, you know, this this is genuinely a very, very valid uh, like concern um, that has surfaced back then. And we, you know, like we just both took, I think, a different approach to getting it uh, to getting it done. And it's just it's just a true joy to, you know, um, be building alongside each other. Everybody has their own approach, but we are building for the same goal, which is making sure that people can actually exchange safely, be it via an escrow trade, looking for, you know, a partner on Illiquid Labs or via a predetermined trade on NSFT switch. Um, sorry, this was a digression. I think there is a bit of a delay when I show like my hand and when it gets actually noticed. Thank you. You don't sound delayed. Thank you. You know, you're more than welcome to jump in anytime, Karma. 
Um, I, I was I was in a call earlier on today actually with B, with B bands and Edwin and Madman. They're all in here tonight. B bands was telling us about something a different network. Doesn't really matter what the network was, but that there were now marketplaces that don't that essentially just don't pay royalties to the collections. Um, which I thought sounded a bit strange to say the least. Do either of these projects like pay royalties to the collections or is this kind of a way for people to not pay royalties? Hi, so, you know, uh, that is a big topic. Like PseudoSwap on Ethereum is one of these places that is displaying open sales where you can like browse through offers and they are conducting transactions and ignoring royalties. And uh, neither one of us are, are conducting business like that. Illiquid Labs has open sales, and I believe there is a royalty uh, system in place. I know that uh, Jack contacted us and uh, reached out about that and asked our permission, you know, which is fantastic. And you know, we, I don't even know what the system is, but we're just trusting in Illiquid Labs looking out for the project in fair ways, right? Like that's, that's a cool system for us too, because they're not a hundred percent open market. Like it's your, it's such a hybrid uh, thing that they've brought out. I mean, I'm looking at the site right now. It's so cool. Like I can't wait to do and participate and make sales in this manner. I'm not going to lie. Right. And you know, for NFT switch, like I said, there is no royalty involved because you have made this deal on your own time and it's not an open sale. Nobody can come to NFT switch and see uh, an offer unless you have it waiting for you pending. Right. So Neither one of us, I feel, are, are breaking the, this weird taboo that some people are just like ripping off projects. And uh, we're trying to find better, safe ways that we can make a more vibrant NFT community. You know? Yeah, I can, I can add to that a little bit. So as uh, JJ mentioned, it's obviously a hybrid approach. It's very difficult to charge royalties on uh, NFT for NFT swaps. So we have introduced a... Um, basically like a transaction fee on a curve, which is based on the number of NFTs that you're trading. So projects do get royalties, but it would be a reduced amount compared to what you'd be getting on a marketplace. Um, if people do trade um, an NFT for Luna, then they will be hit with a, um, a similar royalty fee to what you'd find in the marketplace. We wanted to try and stick as close to possible um, with existing marketplace structures just because you haven't you know predetermined that deal you're you're you know you're just buying straight off the platform so it's yeah in, in our situation it didn't make sense to to do it like that awesome yeah i just want to echo john's comments about liquid labs it, it, the website is really looking fantastic i'm just going to have a little look in this make offer section Dude, it's so clean. I gotta just tell you, it, it looks it looks great. You guys, you guys did a great job. Yeah, the uh, the design for the UI did take quite a long time, um, but it yeah, we feel that it's worth it. It does look really clean, and we're very proud of it. Also, I have to say, part of why it took so long to launch is because I'm very very slow at drawing illustrations. So blame me. <laughs> I mean, that's not. <laughs> they look great i'm telling you you guys knocked it out of the park you did i'm I'm just noticing yeah some custom graphics on there a little a little ipad within a liquid labs logo on the back very cool i'm just wondering so that I'm, I'm looking at galactic punk right now 
I think the seller is after 120 Luna. If I was like, okay, I'm just going to do this, can, can I just buy this straight away? Or do I need, does the offer of 120 Luna need to go back to the seller? Yeah, so it would operate in the same sort of way that um, a marketplace would. So if you put in an offer, the lister would have to accept it. Um, there is no automatic fulfillment of trades here. So someone always has to accept a trade, um, which is just to help protect that, uh, you know, the, the users from having their NFTs sold. So let's say if we were to ever have like a scenario where Luna was to crash and people were trying to snipe, that's just not possible. The the lister will always have to accept a trade before it goes through. Awesome. That's a really cool, that's awesome feature. That's awesome, awesome. I just threw up the wrong emoji. I waved when I meant to clap. Right, so, so looking at this then, so there, there's one Galactic Punk for 120 Luna. That's kind of down near the floor. And then it says withdrawal fees, if accepted, would be 3.85 Luna. So just to confirm, that's the only additional fee I pay on top of the 120. Is that right? Um, so it's taken, it's taken from that amount. It works the same as uh, royalties do on Nowhere. So there'll be a platform royalty and then also a project royalty, which is what that uh, 3.8% equals. So that 3.8 Luna. Awesome. So I mean, from recollection, last time I bought a punk from a marketplace, that it, it was a larger fee than that. So this seems like quite a nice, a nice way to do it. So a little bit of that fee would find its way back to the Galactic DAO. Is that right? That's right. Yes. Yeah. So um, the we've we've set the same fee for all all projects on the platform, which is four percent royalties on a, on um, liquid assets. So let's say you had a sale for a hundred Luna, two percent would go to a liquid labs, and then four percent goes to the project in their royalties wallet. Okay. Now I'm getting a little bit muddled up because if if a Galactic Punk costs a hundred and twenty Luna, and the withdrawal fees are less than four that's less than four percent i don't know i'm not maybe i'm just I'm not grasping it right i'm a little confused about the percentages too hmm. okay um well i'll need to take a look into that but that's what it should be well i can understand that that's i understand that i i'm dealing with some of that right now so <laughs> 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 look, we, look! You got to remember, and what we all have to keep in mind is that we are all doing this on the fly, trying to trying to recreate this stuff like what it was. And, and you know, we got to be forgiving, and we got to be able to give feedback, and we got to be able to be like, "Look, how about maybe like this?" And oh, did you catch this? We can all edit each other and all be each other's eyes and ears right now, you know, because right now we are really trying to re-raise this whole thing, and we are in this together. We there's no other way to do it. I mean, that's really my my only thing. We got to do it together. Okay, I've I've I found I found the answer staring me right in the face. Um, so it's because it's split fifty fifty with buyer and seller. That's why it's less. Ah, uh, I did remember that from the docs, but yeah, I'd forgotten. Oh, that is so awesome. We do that too. We do the split also. Same thing. Because to be honest, that used to that, and it still does annoy me on marketplaces. Like, if if an NFT is a hundred Luna, say people like putting bids for like 95 or whatever just so that they, then the seller is going to have to pay the fees um it, it makes much more sense to be splitting fees um i wonder when marketplaces are going to start adopting that i don't know so polite as always karma come on in 
Okay, I just wanted to also add uh, add a little bit um, for those who missed our Twitter thread today. So basically everything we are doing on the fee side is a little bit of an experiment. Now, why would I call it an experiment? Because on Illiquid Labs, you are allowed to basically post an offer, including any mix of NFTs and liquid assets that you could possibly think about. So let's imagine you're offering up for sale or for trade two galactic punks and or galactic punk and the toad or galactic punk and skeleton punk and then you also add some luna on top maybe you would like to exchange two uh, rare like two common skeleton punks and a bag of luna for a very rare one so the reason why we can't just, you know, follow the practices of uh, some of the marketplaces and just slap, you know, this the same fee that most of the collections use on that liquid part is because it would be very, very difficult to calculate. So what I mean by that is imagine you're selling, yeah, like one GP, one skeleton punk, and then you're also adding Luna on top. Like, do you add the royalties of skeleton punks or galactic punks? How do you split that between the projects? Now, we are still working on that, but a part of why we are just experimenting with different ways of collecting these fees is because it's very, very difficult to find out a fair way to do it. And if any of you are using the platform and have feedback, please, please, please jump into Discord, at us on Twitter. Um, this should very much be a collaborative process and we are open to any feedback whatsoever um, because it should feel fair. It shouldn't be as expensive as marketplaces, which I personally think charge way too high fees for what they offer. But it's also a different service. You are bartering, you have mixture of assets. It has also... It, it must also make sense for the projects traded. We don't want to be stealing the royalties. So there is like a middle ground, I think, that we will eventually find. But everybody needs to be very vocal and everybody needs to, you know, just like come out there, say what feels right to them. And eventually we will, I think, like find a way. Well, can I ask a quick question? I, I, I'm, I'm also probably, I, I know the answer. I know that, you know, if somebody was like, well, don't list it, you guys wouldn't list their collection. Whereas the, the issue that a lot of these weird platforms on Ethereum are doing is they're not even asking permission to list, you know, having a different fee structure for your, for your, uh, your hybrid market is a reasonable ask from projects because it's a different service, right? And you are respecting the project, right? So, I mean, I am uh, in a full alignment with this experiment. I think it's a very interesting thing to do. And it might end up leading to much better solutions moving forward to other marketplaces. They might have to adapt, you know? Yeah. So what, I, what we were really discussing when we were creating this fee structure, and again, just experimental for now, is when you look at what's happening right now on Solana, like... You know, we, you had these like peer-to-peer -peer marketplaces pop up that basically charged zero royalties or reduced royalties to zero uh, for the projects, but still charged their own royalties. I mean, Yo, I think, uh, charges like up to 2% or did at some point, uh, but didn't actually pay any royalties to the project slash made them voluntary. And obviously, like most of the agents will not pay an extra 6% or whatever. So... Um, what it eventually led to is the entire debacle on Solana right now, which is very heated about, you know, Magic Eden also just waived royalties or made them made them optional. So I think what we really wanted to create is 
a platform that offers the same functionality. So everything that you can do on Eve, everything you can do on Solana, you should be able to trade safely and whichever mix of assets you want. You should also be able to sell like an entire bag of your NFTs in one go. Um, so that should all be available to you. But we didn't want to go down the route that all these other platforms went or most of them went where, oh, we're going to charge an liquid labs fee, but, you know, fuck the project teams that are, you know, basically providing the liquidity for our platform or like that are being traded on our platform. So, yeah, like I completely agree with you, uh, with you skeleton punks, you know, we can't charge the same as on the marketplace. It's supposed to be more accessible, more fun way to trade. Why should you pay so many Lunas when you just trade one NFT for another? That would be ridiculous. But at the same time, you also have to give something back to the project. Otherwise, there wouldn't have been anything to trade on this platform. So, yeah, it's well, just... I, I yeah. think especially in an open format, like anybody who's displaying somebody else's goods, because that is the attraction, right? If, if you're a, a site and you're hosting a, a very popular project, People are coming to that site because of that project. And it is that site's responsibility to interact appropriately with the project and collect those fees on an open site, right? Like if anybody can come look at it and, and, and browse the goods, I mean, somewhere, somehow this has to be brokered, right? 100%. And I think I really like what you guys are, the method that you guys are using to try to tackle this because... I like the idea of being able to make more complex deals also. Like, it's cool. Absolutely. Um, I know we've got some NFT DGENs in the audience. So if there's anyone here that would like to step up and say something on the stage or has a question for the Liquid Labs or NFT Switch teams, you are more than welcome. Um, and while we're waiting on that, I was... Just looking again at the Liquid Labs main menu bar up the top, and there's a few options that are not yet available. But there's one that I find quite exciting, but I'm not sure I even understand it fully. So I'd be quite interested in hearing what Jack and Karma have in store for the raffles section. Yeah, sure. I'll um I'll explain a little bit. Um, so. It's it's supposed to follow a lottery ticket system where you'll have users come on and basically buy lottery tickets to win an NFT. So instead of selling your NFT outright in the marketplace, you're giving other users the opportunity to have a chance at winning an NFT for lower prices. So let's say I wanted to, uh, I don't know, raffle off a GP. I would be able to set the number of the number of raffle tickets that I want to sell and the price for each raffle ticket. People will then be able to buy those raffle tickets after a set amount of time or when the um, all the tickets are sold out. That will then be um, put through a randomization contract and one winning wallet will be picked and will be able to claim that NFT. So it's kind of like a, I'm trying to think of a, where we've seen it. Um, Man, that is so freaking cool. I'm not going to lie. That <laughs> blew my mind right now. That's so neat. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's going to be fun. But we're, our, our aim for this one is to um, have this audited. So have our randomization contract audited and our raffle contract, raffle contract audited and then have that open sourced for other projects to use. So let's say if Skeleton Punks wanted to be able to hold 
uh, raffles just for their holders, then like you'd be able to in- integrate um, the contract onto your platform. And the idea being that we'd also be able to um, open source a front end to you know make it super easy to to um to utilize. Yeah, um, that's so cool! I'm so excited now. <laughs> yeah, so when when we when we were conceptualizing the idea. There wasn't any uh, randomization contracts on on Terra to use. Um, I believe there is. The name escapes me now. Um, are you, so are you using? There's Entropic Labs. Are you using their? Work no, this is or? so. This is a it's a it's a custom solution. Um, cool. Yeah. Is that going to be open source? You're saying you're going to open source this custom solution? Yeah, we are. Yeah, so anyone be able to use oh, the raffle okay. contracts or the um, randomization contract. And just a, a little bit further on that. So, say, say I had a punk, and I was like, "Yeah, we'll do this raffle thing for fun." Like, as soon as I put my punk into that raffle contract, am I, am I like committed to raffling it? Or so not? how how that works is the minute someone buys a raffle ticket, that's that's it. You can't turn back. So. You can withdraw or cancel it up until that point. Okay, so is is there any way to set like a minimum number of tickets that must be sold? Otherwise, you don't want to raffle it, or I don't, that that would be a little bit of a concern if someone so buys like, one it's ticket. Like, hey, it's like it's like eBay, but with raffle tickets and your thing. And if you, you you might someone might get a good deal, I guess, unless they said that that parameter. <laughs> It makes it exciting, I'll tell you that. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so this is this is this is what we've um discussed. So currently there is no um minimum or maximum. So if one person buys a ticket, then like that's it. Like you you have to commit to that. Um this is a bull market thing. You gotta be careful in the bear market <laughs> for the raffle. <laughs> yeah, see it's we didn't want this to just take away from marketplaces in general. So there's got to be some risk element to it to obviously, you know, stop people from selling all of their assets that way. So it's, you know, you're taking a risk using this just like any raffle. You know what though? It's so gamified. This is, this is great. You know what I mean? I'm already just giggling about it, thinking about it. It's actually funny because um, the similar raffles run on Solana in bull market. People used to collect more money, way more money than the floor price of the NFT that they were raffling off just by doing a raffles. So I can see that. I can see that. Yeah, sure. like you said, it's gamified. Like you can, you win some, you lose some. I guess. Man, that FOMO, that FOMO with the raffle uh, dynamic has got to be just bananas. Because I mean, think about it. If you're like, if your raffle ticket's only a dollar or whatever, you might say like, yeah, I want a thousand, I want a thousand raffle tickets for this GP. The GP floor price might only be like four hundred bucks, but but people are like, shit, I'll take two, I'll take two, whatever. Like they don't, they don't care, right? It's like you could really get a way higher price than a floor price in this type of environment in a bull market. This is great. I'm gonna have a lot of fun with this. Yeah, and just quickly, we also wanted to say uh, this raffle, I think, so I personally am excited because it will be a very, very fun way of distributing, not necessarily just as an alternative to selling NFTs, but I think it's going to be great for some collections or some DAOs to raffle off, you know, 
maybe you are doing unique merch and you 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 know it's difficult to distribute to your holders but maybe you want to give them like raffle tickets out for free and it's a bit more transparent and on chain that you know it truly is randomized or or things like that i think or even like one-on-ones maybe you're lo- launching a new collection and you want this to be distributed in a fair way um so you launch a raffle and people buy tickets and then one person gets lucky and gets a very unique nft um so oh, yeah so I think many that, utilities this is fantastic it's yeah i think there's, there's more to it there's more to it than just you know alternative to selling but that's the beauty of the space we will just see what people do with it right um the last thing I wanted to just briefly, again, sorry, Jack, interlude um, about the open sourcing of contracts. I just wanted to say that it's very important to us to open source everything we build, partially because Illiquid Labs has received a very generous funding from the uh, Terra Emergency Grants. And that has truly allowed us to build, you know, post uh, Terra DPEG. I know NFT Switch was also able to do so. TFM, I believe, also received a substantial grant. So. I feel like it's it's like the base minimum, like A, for us to, you know, talk about these lowered fees. It has to be cheap because it was partially funded from the community pool. And B, it has to be open source so that it can accelerate development for other teams on Terra. And I think that's something that we, it's like a standard that we should hold many teams accountable to and at least request for them to open source the contracts. I fully understand people not open sourcing all front ends because to be fair with you, that's an insane amount of money and very often additional personal funds and time flow into this. Um, that's like the, this extra source that makes your product, but the contracts should be open sourced as often as possible. So just as a clarification, sorry guys for again, interluding. No, no, don't apologize. I have a question though. I have a question about this thing you just told us about. Can I use it and uh, can I set the lotto ticket price to zero so people can just come pick up a ticket and then this can be engagement? Like, so instead of running like a raffle on Twitter, we might be able to say, okay, hey, we set up the thing over there. There's only a limited tickets. They're free. You just got to go pick one up. And then can I, can we do it like that also? I believe the way the contract's set up is that there has to be some value, but that value could be 0.0000001 or however many noughts we can have. Okay. That's cool. I mean, that's pretty cheap. That's pretty much like zero. That's like a transaction fee. Same thing, you know, just like very, very minimal. But yeah, that sounds quite exciting. And you could yeah think of some interesting marketing techniques using that, Gigi. Now, for anyone that's not been to the Liquid Labs website, I would highly recommend going and checking it out. I was just looking for some of Karma's artwork. And I, I'm not going to tell you everything that I see, but there's, there's a very nice to-do list um, along with some cool notepads and computers all with the liquid labs logo on it but definitely yeah brought a smile to my face i do have a bit of feedback about the website i'll maybe send it to you offline but i noticed something um so yeah i'll send you a little message is is there anyone here that wants to come up and have a word i believe um i can see chubby Chubby, yeah chubby was here and then he disappeared he's back chubby I can see Thomas in the audience. Thomas is part of the NFT Switch team. How about it, Thomas? <laughs> just teasing. Um, Chubby, do you want to come up or are you happy just listening for now? While okay. Chubby is coming up, may I oh. ask maybe um, a question for TFM, actually? Um, 
do you think it will be at any point possible to integrate maybe you know the some of the offers that will be live on Illiquid Labs into the aggregator that you guys are building? That is a good question. How would you see that working? Would you want people to be able to make offers? I don't know if that would be that would in a sense might stop people going to Illiquid Labs. Um, no, I think there might be a problem though because the seller on Illiquid Labs has to double confirm the transaction where the aggregator has to be able to execute the transaction immediately, right? It's looking for the best pathway or the cheapest uh, version and it's executing instantly. Well, in a sense, I mean, it's, it's more just aggregating the NFTs from both marketplaces. I say both, I mean, in, I mean, Talus, Talus is on it as well. Um, but, I mean, you can only list a skeleton punk on Nowhere or Random Earth, can't you? Well, no. So, I mean, they can technically list one. We, uh, they, Jack contacted us and asked our permission, and we said, yes, uh, here's our address, and we would, we'll participate. You know, we, we want to see what's happening. So we're going to learn together. <laughs> yeah. So I think my question was more like, so, you know, when people go to aggregators, they don't necessarily always want to have like that instantaneous execution. They go there to just peruse and see all the offers that are available. So, you know, maybe I can't buy everything right on TFM's front end, but I would like to go to one singular place and see all the offers available. So I was just wondering, you know, if someone is looking for a very particular punk and that punk is only listed on Illiquid Labs, but that owner only wants to swap for something, maybe it would be beneficial down the line to still display it on TFM just for that, you know, goal of having all information in one place. But I completely understand, you know, we've just launched today. It may take a little bit. I was just throwing ideas around. Yeah, no, I, I like the sound of that. I mean, yeah, I mean, that, in my mind, that's kind of one of the, the major benefits of the aggregator. Yeah, all NFTs in a collection that are on sale um, available in one place. So it makes a lot of sense. Even, yeah, like you say, even, even if we wouldn't be able to buy it directly at the time, it would still yeah, be nice to see what's available for sale and thanks for waiting there chubby do you want to come in with your comment hey what's going on guys i was just trying to launch the nft switch but uh the button's not working is it down right now no it's not that it's down it's that i i just told them that we need until the 20th we had uh we told the discord that we found um when we got the audit back uh, there was like this minor glitch at the bottom where two characters were missing and so for I don't know, 36 hours, we couldn't do anything because the contract wasn't compiling. And so we needed to actually wait for SCV audit to move forward on that because they just froze the contract and we just paid this exorbitant amount of money. So they're in Australia. I mean, it, it, we just had a slight delay. This should all be good to go on Friday. Uh, I have all the assurances that we will be good to go on Friday. And I, I, we apologize. We're just trying to do so much together at the same time between this and Backbone Labs and uh, the, the, the SP Gravedigger and the Skeleton Punk Alliance and then trying to mint on Halloween. Like maybe we're trying to bite off more than we can chew, but we're like, we're trying to like really just deliver value for the community. Like, I mean, like, you know, dude, we're, we're not getting paid. Like we haven't taken any wages on this, you know? NFT okay, cool. has 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 funding, but you know our funding was twenty six thousand Luna. We had three team members. We have some other stuff that we have to pay out for uh, outside work. I mean, there's just so many things happening at once, and you know there is definitely not a lack of uh, of effort or grind. Like I do this literally twenty hours a day, every single day, 
and I don't see it stopping until after Halloween, where maybe I can take a break for a minute. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even kidding. Yeah, no worries. I appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, and um, if there's anything else, you know, you can always, if you have any questions, you can always just hit us up in the, in the DMs also. I want to I want to let everybody know that bugs and everything always happens like the second before you launch. Like when we were launching earlier today, we were, we actually wanted to launch yesterday evening, but then it also didn't work out uh, between the lead devs, uh, food poisoning and some bugs that caused the contract to also not not really uh, go live. And um, my favorite moment, quote unquote, is always when I go into Slack and the only thing, the only message I see from the dev is like, fuck, why doesn't it work? <laughs> so just just for everybody's reference, like no matter the no matter the way, how much you test, how much you've prepared yourself, something will always happen. It's Schrodinger's bug. It always, you know, reveals itself when you least need it. What does it? Awesome. Well, yeah. I would recommend everyone on this call go and check out the Liquid Labs website when they get a chance at liquidlabs.io. Uh, guys, I'm loving that you changed your name because that previous name was hard. It was hard to read. It was hard to remember. Um, and everyone said it wrong. What did we call it? Illiquidity or something? Illiquidity, yeah. I, I <laughs> wrong every single time. <laughs> Illiquidly. It was pretty well, exactly. Exactly. You guys changed it to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So some some people like a mouthful, others don't. Yeah, I can see both sides of it. So with regards to the part of your site, then Jack, that are yet to be well, are in development, are coming soon. Is there anything you can sort of say on that? Like how how soon? Yeah, definitely. Um, well, maybe not an exact date. I I never want to give an exact date. Um, but the next thing to come will be the dashboard. And that's kind of going to be the hub of a liquid lab. So all the activity you have on the platform, you'll be able to see there. You'll be able to record all the history of your trades, um, all your favorites, um, all that sort of stuff. So it's great for just like housekeeping, you know, tracking what you've traded. So let's say you started with a really low rare NFT and then you traded your way up to a really rare one, you'd be able to basically go back and, you know, see that journey that you've been on to to get to that point. Um, and we will be having uh, like a user profile. So where you have the um, wallet address displayed currently, you will be able to have a username instead, um, just to make it a little bit more personal. So you can like, uh, you know, trade with, not with certain people, but you know who you're trading with basically. Um, but it's non-doxing, so it doesn't link to any socials or anything like that, which is, uh, I think, very important in this space. But you can get a lot of information from trade history. That's pretty cool. So you can kind of see what that person's been up to and like what there's, you know, it's interesting. You can learn a lot. It's like looking at someone's medicine cabinet kind of in a weird way. <laughs> what about then uh, Luna name service? Because they're adding social links, <clears throat> kind of the opposite of what you're saying. It'd be cool to have that uh, integrated in Liquid Labs. Yeah, we could do. So the I think the beauty about the um like the user profile is that we can add any fields that people request. So if you want to link your Discord or your Twitter, like those are things that we can certainly add. Um and that's actually some, you know, great user feedback. We just have to set it so, you know, you, you don't have to have one. Is it a personal choice? Um but yeah, that's a really that's uh, some really good feedback. 
just yeah, maybe I've got a misunderstanding with that. The, the dashboard history is that going to be like my full wallet history of my sort of NFT trades, or is it going to just be my Liquid Lab trades? Uh, it would just be a Liquid Lab, uh, a Liquid Lab trades. Okay, cool. So yeah, if I have a little journey of yeah trading up from something to something bigger, that'd be cool to be able to follow along. Your your Dijon ways are safe, Ribble. No, listen, I'm I'm all for a full trade history. That would be I've, I've I've migrated my punks from the hot wallet to cold storage, and they're just sitting on that. Well, they're not even on my ledger, but in a ledger in a secret place. Hey, don't lose your numbers, your keys. Don't lose those things. <laughs> <laughs> and and they're they're in different locations as well. So. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully I'm safe from all eventualities. Well, apart apart from dying, of course. Is it too early to uh, is it too early to suggest the Galactic Grids implementation with uh, Liquid Labs? <laughs> oh yeah, I still have mine. I forgot about those. I'm just talking about like even with user profiles, right? Like if we just have our Luna name service or whatever. It's a lot cleaner, and you can already put social links in there, so uh, it kind of frees up space on on your site too. Yeah, we can definitely look into integrating the Lunar Name service. But back back when we first conceptualized the idea, this is oh god, back in January, I think um, we were planning on trying to integrate with Grids in some way. So yeah, maybe in the future there might be a possibility to do that. Um, we'll have to wait and see. Chubby, chubby, that's that's nice. How how about Luna Name Service integrating with Grids, um, and then I was actually quite confused for a while because for a while we had we used to have like two Luna Name Services at the same time, or at least like right after crash, there were like suddenly two different profiles doing you know like the revival of Luna Name Service. So for a while, I was confused how it's going to work, but it seems like there has been now one established mainly. And yeah, um, I completely see this integrated. Jack, would you actually like to talk about the bug bounty? Because I think that's where people could also submit some of the feedback. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, so we just put a tweet out maybe 30 minutes before this spaces. Um, and what we're doing is just trying to collect as many bugs as possible with uh, earmarks some funds to basically pay out to people um, who find and submit bug bounties first, um, just as a way to you know help us finalize the platform for any tiny bugs that we may have missed. I mean, we've tried to find Comet as much as possible, but sometimes these things slip through. Um, I know for a fact that if you have different size monitors or different uh, makes or brands of um, of laptop sometimes these things display slightly differently so yeah um the bug bounty we're running currently you can find the information um on our twitch profile uh, or our discord you can submit the bounties via google form and after a couple of weeks we'll basically produce a bug report and uh pay out uh rewards for those who have found bugs first awesome right if anyone wants to get typing i'll give you this one for free um can i steal that can i steal that idea i want to borrow that we need to use that too i think i want to borrow that is it okay yeah of course this it's it, i'm sure this idea has been used um i know, time, I know. So, yeah. i'm just saying i don't want to just copy you like copy you but it's a good idea i didn't think about that no 100 percent. take it away 
Right, so here we go. Fast typer, you can have this one and win, I don't know how much, maybe 100 Luna, we'll see. One Luna, whatever it's going to be. Maybe even a Galactic Punk, you never, it might be a Galactic Punk in a raffle, how about that? Right, so you're on Liquid Labs and we're on the Trade tab and you can click on all these different tabs, dashboards, send, loans, and even if you want, you can press the back button and it works perfectly. But there is one thing that doesn't work perfectly. So if you then go and click on the Migrate link, it takes you into a subdomain, uh, migrate.liquidlabs.io forward slash migrate. And then if you press the back button from there, it gives you an error message. I just filled so, it out. I'm getting it. I just filled out. Someone just get in there it. and you can have that one for free. It's <laughs> my gift to the community. I'm, I'm just kidding. I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> Bro, you guys added the migrate button already? Karma, that was quick. Yeah, we, we, don't, we don't piss about. The devs, the devs woke up and did something today. Man, they're like magicians to me. Like I, I'm like I don't understand enough about it. So then, when they make things happen, I'm like so impressed. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I don't understand any of this stuff. <laughs> it's great. I, I just wanted to say um, that you know, like all the all the credit goes to the devs. Like Jack and I help. Like I do some graphics. We do you know like a lot of like development when it comes to like the user flow etc but the devs it's their blood work lucky mario is here in our audience he's an incredible dev he's worked some 10 hour or even 12 hour days to really ship this front end and he's done so with minimal help from other devs so this is entirely his baby when it comes to the front end and he's done an absolutely beautiful job and our other dev dev uh nick who is a backend dev slash contract uh a contract dev he's also done some incredible work um so yeah i just wanted to say this is you know like not just me and jack this is 80 percent work of very very talented developers who just prefer to you know maybe not sit on twitter spaces uh, by default uh, that's their preference but absolutely beautiful work and it's a joy to be part of such a hard-working team such kind words um John, do you want to say anything about one of your devs who may be in the call just now? Well, I mean, so, uh, I work with uh, Thomas down here, and uh, I met Thomas through uh, a mutual friend who happened to have a connection to Orbital Command. And so we have, like, real-life connection. It's not just, like, uh, uh, you know, metaverse connection hiring a total stranger, which has been fun. And... You know, uh, this has been a great journey for us. We both have come like so far, you know, we were before the crash, me and Thomas, I came to him with this little idea of NFT switch and it was like us just trying to bootstrap it together. And then like I raised some money from, uh, just some funds from selling, I had sandbox lots and then I, I got some money from my dad (laughs) and then, uh, UST, I mean, the whole market crashed and like all those funds were in UST. So it was just like, oh, damn, how are we going to do this? And then by, you know, the grace of uh, the Terra gods or the crypto gods, you know, we had all the little components necessary to apply for that emergency builders grant. And uh, we were able to get a second wind. And I think we've been having a lot of fun. And getting that grant, I swear for us in like the projects that we're involved in, that 26,000 Luna grant, has like from NFT switch has sparked everything else that's happened with the skeleton punks. And it has led to all the other stuff. And like, we didn't even have to use the money for the skeleton punks. It was like, just like the, the hope of like, okay, if worst case scenario, we have a way to migrate if it does cost money 
we can use some of this money over here. We'll find a way. And then, you know, a solution found itself. Like Kenny came out of the woodworks and he just stepped up and then we were able to keep going. And like everything that like we've like put together has literally been done with like next to nothing. Like the backbone lamps that we're about to put out with our uh, SP partners, Alliance partners, you know, we all came together and we're just like, you know, we have to try to re-kickstart the energy somehow, some way. And the only way to do that is that maybe if we, Maybe if we just do something at the very base level and give it all away, that will make people excited again. Because if we can get people excited again, all these NFT markets will start to blossom again anyway. Because NFTs are like, in my mind, I mean, I have a somewhat uh, clear uh, path to how this all works, is that NFT markets thrive when the DeFi and the value capture games are, are working well. And the market doesn't even have to be in a bull market for the value capture games to work well. You just need volatility. So if the value capture games are working well, then the NFT markets by default will work well because a lot of us know how to play those games already. And now we just need to teach the new memers how to play these games, show them why Luna was such a great uh, 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 value capture mechanism, teach them a better way to earn. And then once we all start making more money, I mean, we're all going to be killing it because we're all building infrastructure now in the hardest of times, right? We really get to shape this whole thing. Like I'm so excited for like what's coming. Awesome. Yeah, and it looks like we're almost at the end of this call, almost at the top of the hour. Um, really kind words to your friend, to my friend as well, Thomas, in the house. I would, I'd just like to give a shout out to all the people that are in the TFM NFT aggregator doing the testing for us. And give us, not just doing testing, but actually coming in and giving feedback. And there is someone in this call who's given really detailed feedback, and that is Consul repping a golden skulled skeleton punk so i really appreciate what you've been sharing with us um and just to close this off uh there has been a little bit of a change not to the nft aggregator on tfm but just to the normal tfm website there's something is a little bit different so i'm literally going in to buy um a little bit of a prize and i'll maybe wait till i'm off the call to do that but i'm going to give a terabot can you believe that terabots volume today is larger than Galactic Punk's volume. Kind of surprised me a little bit, but Terabots could well be coming back. So I'm going to give a Terabot to the person who tweets about the latest change to the TFM website. It is major in some ways, not major in other ways. I don't know if this is giving away too much of a hint, but it's a cosmetic change. So if you tweet tagging tfm in there about the change that you think you can see on the tfm website i will send you a terabot and with that thanks everyone for being here thanks jack thanks to karma from Liquid labs thanks to john from nst switch thanks to the devs that are in the house thanks to chubby for stepping up with a question and thanks to you guys for being here it's been a pleasure hopefully speak to you again soon see ya cheers rebel take care guys see you everybody Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was Terra Builders, NFT Tooling with Illiquid Labs and NFT Switch. Hosted by TFM. Recorded on Monday, October 17th, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn.
Thanks for listening. When we blow through the dust, volcanoes erupt. No one ever guessed that the game would be tough. Keep it hands off when the play is a bust. Plain old and just, so we keep it on the one. Blast off on the two. Help me see the three. Third eye open wide, checking out the scene. Razor beam focused, starscream jokers. Living off the fat of the people they approach. Tell me what happens when the land fights back. With the cliffs at our backs, make the last stand matter. No one ever planned for the famine on deck. We was walking all erect with the dead man swagger. Sitting in a little den, envision in the middle men. Listen to the fiddle man play a little ditty then. Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian. Lost in the maze, trying to make the next bubble billion. Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian. Lost in the maze, trying to make the next bubble billion. Dan envision in the middle men Listen to the fiddle man Play a little ditty then Talk about how All the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze Trying to make the next No one gave a shit Till the drugs all dried up Everybody died From a bad batch of Lysol But it didn't matter We was all hyped up When the pedal hit the metal He just didn't have the right skill Watched in the daytime Till the night curfew Rats in a cage Till they make time to murk you Got a little job That falls under my purview We gotta get this mob Away from the bird you gotta find cover, wipe off the bird poop, ride off the work while you try on the worst juice. Blinded by perps who try to reverse truth, slide like Fox News just trying to lie to you. Eating up the slop like a bunch of hungry vagrants. I can't wait for the day they lock us up in stasis. Mock up a basement, could call me resilient. Waiting for the internet to make me a billion. Vision in the middle men, listen to the fiddle man, play a little ditty then, talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian, lost in the maze trying to make the next billion. Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian, lost in the maze trying to make the next billion. Chamber spaces. <laughs>